So, what are we talking about today? We're talking about financial knowledge, basically. Yes, yes, in general, really. Um, Right at the end of last year, the Financial Services Council, which is an organisation that includes KiwiSaver providers, financial advice, all sorts of um, financial Mm. organisations, they did a survey, and there was quite a lot in there that I didn't wasn't particularly interested in, but there were two aspects of it that I thought were interesting. Mm. Um, one of them was um, testing your financial knowledge with four questions. So they asked people four questions that I actually thought were pretty easy, but I'm, of course I would. I mean, if it had been about... <laughs> Rugby or how to fix your car or something. Or Link 3. I, I, yes, <laughs> that's right. I probably would have, would have done hopelessly. Um, so I wanted to put those to, to the listeners yes. today and see if, how well they do on the financial knowledge. And then also just briefly, there were some reasons people came up for not being in KiwiSaver. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to sort of look through those and comment on them. Most of them I thought were not terribly valid. valid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, I mean, how many people are in KiwiSaver? Do you, oh, you know, the look. Um, I think three million, is right. that? Yeah. I think. So most people but are onto it. And think, yes, yeah, 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 it's pretty widespread. Yes, I yeah. mean, thanks to the fact that when they set it up, they auto-enrolled people when they got a new job. Yes. And that was a brilliant design yeah. feature. Instead of saying, do you want to join, you were automatically in oh. unless you chose to go out. Yes. And that made a big, big difference yeah, yeah. to the number of people in there. Fantastic. But there are quite a few not, and some quite a lot of those for not awfully good reasons, I yeah. thought. Yes. Well, let's go through but, the financial services yes. survey, uh, the four questions. So what was... Uh, yes, the, so the four questions I thought listeners might want to have a go at them. So the first one is, imagine that the interest rate on your savings account was 1% a year and inflation was 2%. So 1% for interest, 2% for inflation. After one year, would you be able to buy more than today, the same as today, or less than today? Okay. And the answer to that is less than today. Because if inflation's higher than interest rates, you're going backwards. Yes. Which has not been happening lately, not really, because interest both have gone up a lot, interest mm. rates and inflation. But we do sometimes get periods where where that happens. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the second one was a true or false one, and that was buying shares in a single company usually provides a safer return than buying shares in a number of different companies. Is that true or false? So is a single company safer then investing in quite a few different companies. Well, I've listened to Mary Holm on many occasions <laughs> with uh, with Jessie, and she would always say, uh, "Spread that's right risk around." That yeah, yep. so that would be a false for me. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's good old diversification. It's it's a really good idea. In yeah. fact, um, some of the financial experts say. It's the only free lunch you can get. That's saying there's no such thing as a free lunch. The only free lunch you can get in finance is by spreading your money over a lot of different shares. The average return will be the same as you'd get if you put it all into one share on average. Right. um, But But the risk is lower. 
Yeah. And so you're getting the same return for a lower risk. Yeah, right. So that's and the chances are you probably get more. Well, not necessarily, not necessarily, no, because if you buy a single share, it could be brilliant, yeah. or it also could go broke. could be a disaster. Yes, yeah, yeah. Right. So um, question three then. Question three is another true or false one, and this one says, an investment with a high return is likely to be high risk. Is that true or false? And Sounds like it would have to be. Yes, yeah. it absolutely it's is. It's got to be yes, a reason yes. for... Yes. G- expecting to get more back. That's you know, right. So you take that risk. And, and in fact, risk and with a lot of scams, when they say we can bring you a high return without taking high risk, run a mile because <laughs> it, it cannot happen. It's If you think it through, um, if an investment did have a high return and low risk, then everyone will want to get into it. And whenever anyone wants to get into investment, that pushes the price of the investment up. So if everyone wants to get into a share or anything else, it'll push the price up. The same with if everyone wants to buy houses, it pushes the prices up. You know, that's supply and demand. Um, So it's always going to be true that if there's a high return, it's got to come with high risk. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth one is... If you switched from a balanced KiwiSaver fund to a growth fund, would you be investing in more or less risky assets? So the answer is, are they riskier going from balanced to growth? Yep. Are the assets riskier or less risky? Mm. And the answer to that one is more risky. Yeah. Yes, so a growth fund is one that they don't hold all shares. There's a, there's a category beyond growth which is called aggressive mm. funds and they're the ones that tend to be all shares or a bit of property or nearly all shares in property. Mm. Um, but growth is the next tier down and they're largely shares mm. whereas balance tends to be 50-50 shares and bonds and mm. some cash and which are lower risk. The, so the what... Bonds, what, what person would you suggest should go for a growth fund? Is that a younger person who's yes. got more time to recover? A young, goes certainly a young person, un- unless they're saving for a first home yeah. and planning to buy that home within about 10 years. In no, that case, I'd say no, go for a lower risk because you don't want, because markets can tank. Yeah. And as badly as half, you know, that's, did happen in the 87 chair market crash in New Zealand where people who thought they had a a $10,000 deposit on their house, suddenly it was 5000 You know, you don't want it. And it can take quite a few years to recover, as it did in 87. I mean, that's unusual, but it does does happen. It and, hasn't happened this time to any degree. Um, it? It, it's the... the plunge, or you could call it a crash in, 19, in 2020, yeah. with COVID, was a very quick recovery. That was yeah. remarkable. It went, the market went down a lot, and it came back up a lot in just a few months. Yeah. Was that but all then, people at home? Well, <laughs> Lockdowns were yeah, playing the market? It was, it was hard to know. Yeah. I think at the beginning with COVID, people just thought, everything's gone to hell in a handbasket, yeah. and I can't... You know, God knows what's going to happen to to companies, etc. I don't, I don't know what yeah, happened, yeah. but the world panicked and share markets plunged. But yeah. since then, there, there wasn't, there has been another market downturn which has taken longer to recover. Although it has now, I was reading something the other day that all but two share market funds, not just providers, but just two funds, and I don't know which ones they were, but everything else gained in the three months ending. December, last yeah, December. Right. So 
the markets have come back. It's back. It's, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it can a take quite a long time. So, uh, but just an answer also to your question about growth Kiwi Saver funds. Mm. Um, there's no reason why an 80 year old shouldn't have some of their money mm. in growth, as long as they're not planning to spend it till they're 90. Mm. You know, so, yeah, yeah or, or older. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so it's just a long term thing, basically. The other thing um, I, I suppose about Kiwi Saver that is great is is that you can't get it. Easily, you know, you can't get at it easily. At, at that, it easily that's right. You know what I mean? yeah. Until you're 65. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, indeed. Yeah. yeah, which is quite good for a lot yes, of people. A lot of people. Yes, yeah. Yeah. You can't just dabble so, away. On those four questions, yes. um, 82% said they felt financially confident, but only 62% got three out of four right. And so, which I found quite shocking because I thought they were all pretty. Pretty that's sort of fairly easy. logical, I would have yes, thought. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But anyway, um, younger ones didn't do as well. Only forty-eight percent of the of the ones in their twenties, compared to eighty-six percent of people over sixty. So, the, and, and the, it, with every age group, yes, the score went up. So people do learn yeah. over what their about, lifetimes. Were men better than women, or the other no, way around? No, it was women Ooh. who did better than men uh, by fair margin. Sixty-six percent of women. Versus fifty-seven percent of men, wow. um, which was quite interesting. I yeah, thought, yeah. yes, um, because women often say they've got less financial knowledge, but that, that's not necessarily yes, the case. I suppose going back the the generations, the, the tradition was that the man was in charge of the. That's right. Money, you know, gosh, and the woman, you know, got her allowance to buy the groceries. <laughs> yes, yes, hideous. Hideous, yes, indeed. Yeah. So, um, oh, that's fascinating, isn't it? Goodness. Yes, yes. So it was interesting little mm. little survey. I thought. Yeah. Um, so, well, how do we get better? I hope. That, well, I listening to you and me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Listening <laughs> to hope, you. Well, I hope <laughs> not listen me. Oh, I, no, <laughs> it all helps. I hope that um, our listeners did better than that. I'd like to think. Yeah. yeah. Most of them would get three out of four or indeed. four. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to look at quickly, although we That's have right. a lot no, of time, you're, you're right. um, yeah. was another thing, another aspect of the survey was reasons that people are not in KiwiSavers. So of, of those who are not in, yeah. why are they not in? And the most common answer was, I prefer to invest my own money instead. And that's what you hear people say, no, I can do better elsewhere. Yes. They, if they're between 18 and 65, they probably can't because you're getting the money from the government each year. Yeah. So for every every dollar you put in, the government puts on 50 cents, yep. up to a maximum of 1,000-odd from you and 500-odd yeah, from, yes, yep. yeah. from, the, from the government. Um, and for employees... Yeah. Most of them also get employer money. And because of those extra boosts, um, people the, the returns on KiwiSaver are generally going to be better than anywhere yes, else at a given risk level. That's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so people who say they can do better elsewhere, I say, well, maybe yes, if you take really high risk. Yeah. Like some people take a lot of risk with property, for example, and and they do either very well or disastrously. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, the next most common reason was I don't have confidence in KiwiSaver. And that's a real pity because the government doesn't guarantee it, but the mm. government watches it awfully closely. Mm. You know, it's I used to be on the board of the FMA and they watch it closely. They uh, they really and and every, well, they had a look at all the companies, didn't they? In the last couple of years, and some were sort of kind of 
deregistered with, um, or from, not, from KiwiSaver? Not or? providers. Okay. No, no, I'm not sure okay. what you're referring to there. But, the, but providers don't actually look after your money. They no. kind of run things. But the money itself, well, no, that's not correct. The providers do invest the money, mm. but there's a whole separate firm called a supervisor who watches what they're doing and makes sure the money goes to where they say it's going. So even if the provider went belly up, mm. and there have been a couple of little ones that have Done. gone out of business, yeah. the money just gets transferred to another provider. The money's fine. Yes. Your money's fine. So while there's no absolute guarantee on it, it's awfully safe, mm. I think. It, you know, almost as safe as money in the bank. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you don't feel I need it, some people say, about KiwiSaver, and I would say, well, that's fine. Um but here is your chance to get some money from the government that you could then direct to a charity of your choice. And yeah. so, you know, why wouldn't you want to do that? Um, I would prefer to have my money now. Okay, fair enough. And some people say I've got such high needs at the moment I can't afford it. But 3% of people's pay is not very much. Yes. And if you're just putting in 1042 a year, that's $20 a week. So while yes. I appreciate there are some people who, for whom $20 a week would be really a big deal, mm. but not for many who yes. say they can't afford it, I think yeah. a lot short, of people need to be challenged on that. 17% yes. people said the investment options on offer don't match my needs and I would say to that, well, there's a very wide range of um, KiwiSaver investments, including Bitcoin and um, property, usually commercial property. Mm. But there's um, all kinds of investments that you can make through KiwiSaver. So I think people perhaps don't realise that. Mm. Um, another one is I haven't been employed since KiwiSaver's been offered. You don't need to be employed. It's really good for people who are not employed. Mm to put their 20 bucks a week in or 1042 a year and that yeah. amounts to the same thing, get the One government said money. here, actually, Jen said, if self-employed, no KiwiSaver from employee. From employer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, indeed, but, but self-employed people, I'm self-employed, you, mm. you put in $20 a week or 87 a month, set it up as an automatic transfer out of your bank account and forget about it, mm. and then every year the government's putting in 521. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? Exactly. You know, we, all, we don't like paying taxes, and here's some coming back yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. go for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the last reason was that it's too confusing, some people said. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, I suppose, but it's, it isn't. If you just go with a very simple one, yeah. and if you must, go with one offered by your bank, although the bank ones aren't particularly good. They're all right, but they're not particularly good for the most part. Yeah. But, and they'll explain things to you. It's not It's not that hard, yeah, really. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Do you think people are, are sort of intimidated by the thought of actually going to a provider. Yes. And, you know, they think they won't understand. Don't know how to, and they might use language I don't understand yeah. and all of that. Look, and that might happen a bit. Mm. Um, but as I say, you can do it through your bank who you might feel you've got sort of yeah. more comfortable with. Yes. Um, it's really not that hard. It's just a pity when you hear about people yeah. missing out on this money well, from others. Yeah. You're the expert. Your advice is go for it. I am, absolutely. absolutely. Yes, yes. Mary Holm, thank you. Lovely Thanks, to meet Mark. you. I wore a you business should. shoe, especially. So oh, I, I, I feel like great. the part. <laughs> <laughs> Good Thanks on you. Thanks very much, Mark. Cheerio.